This week on the Dreamers Manual Podcast, we are talking about seven ways to improve your chances of a yes on a cold pitch. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. And if you're listening again, welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Julie and I am an online business manager, course creator, and one of the mentors in Sarah Noked's OBM school community. And before I took the dive and became fully immersed in the world of online business management, I started out as a general VA that very quickly moved into podcast management, including all things podcast pitching. So over the last four plus years, I have not only written, but seen hundreds of pitches at this point, a few good ones some ones that were just fine and some really, really bad ones. So I wanted to do a quick episode and talk about ways to improve your chances of getting a yes on that pitch. Because, you know, when somebody's saying no, I don't believe it has anything to do with your value or your business or what you bring to the table. It's just figuring out how to communicate that to other people. So let's jump right in. Number one, show value. For the love, do not talk about yourself and how this is going to benefit you. (laughs) Please focus on the host audience. As a host myself and knowing many other hosts, we're so protective of our audience and our people. We care about our listeners. We're not, I'm not here to not have a reciprocal relationship. And if somebody's coming on and basically wants to just do a commercial about themselves and not tell me how that's going to help you guys, I don't want to hear it. So share how it's going to benefit the host, share how it's going to benefit their community and what they'll learn, what they're going to take away, what they will know that they didn't know before this episode. And you can also share if you plan to promote this episode. If you're on and you're willing to share it to your social media, your friends at the local chamber of commerce, if you have an email newsletter, how are you going to help the show and further their mission and their message? Number two, tailor your pitch to that audience. And you can do this even if you have, which I recommend having some core topics that you love to talk about written down. But think about the best way to tailor that to the audience. If you are an OBM and you want to talk about systems, but you are pitching yourself on a photography podcast that's geared towards people who own photography businesses, then change your topic to three systems that every photography business needs and make sure those are really systems that they need. Like don't just make something up and just, you know throw spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks. But think about who you're talking to and make what your pitch is and your topic as custom as possible. Number three, this is a big one for me personally, be authentic. If you're using a template that you found online or just sort of a robo pitch, people can smell that five miles away. Like it's going to have already been seen and done for the most part, unless somebody's brand new at podcasting, don't be afraid to add a little bit of spice to your pitch. Show your sense of humor. 
add a picture, add a graphic. Listen, if you are big on gifts, you add it to your pitch and the person that you pitched hates gifts, then it probably wasn't a good fit to begin with. So show who you are as a person. It's really going to weed out those who aren't a good fit quickly and connect you even more deeply with the people that are going to be a good fit. Now, don't make people do any of the work themselves. Include everything they need to know to make the decision in one place. This can include links, a one sheet, representative podcasts or clips. Sometimes people include like, oh, this person was on this podcast and I click it and it takes me to like a general podcast page. I'm not scrolling 50 podcasts to try to pick out this person's name. Sometimes I just want a taste of how they're showing up and presenting something online. I find those helpful, but if your link is taking me to the wrong place, I'm already annoyed. And then fully thought out topics. Again, don't send the robo pitch or like these general topics that you could tell it's just like a broad category and doesn't apply to my audience. I will say I have given people options of more than one topic sometimes, not an exhaustive list. We don't want to give people an encyclopedia. If you're sending out a 20 page email, don't, but be thorough. And when I have done this, I personally have been surprised that a lot of times they pick the alternate topic that wasn't my first choice. So you just never know. Also, don't make people do the work themselves in that if you're pitching for something, let's say you want to talk about, I'll just go with systems because we're using that example and that doesn't call anybody in particular out, but you go to their podcast page and they had someone four episodes ago talk about systems, either you put that podcast on ice and you, you know, set a note to yourself to pitch them in a certain amount of months. So there's a gap and, or you talk about what your angle would be on it that was different or not covered in previous episodes. Otherwise you're just wasting your time and you're wasting the host time. Number five, make a connection. If you're going to offer a compliment, make sure it's a genuine compliment. Don't say, I love your podcast so much. It's so valuable. Even if that's true, You could literally say that in every single pitch that someone sends out. Make it as specific as possible and genuine. You could share your mutual connections, things that you love. You might have to do a little bit of research for this. This isn't, I'm not recommending that people just slap together, you know, 50 pitches and just send them all out. I don't think that's the best strategy. And I think you're going to burn more bridges than you create opportunities for yourself. So you could say like, oh, I saw on your Instagram, you were watching the show. I love this show too. Whatever it is, just try to make a genuine connection. And again, don't bullshit me. People can see that coming a mile away. Future Julie popping in here real quick with an update. If you listen to my episode of planning 2023, then you know what I'm going to be talking about now. My podcast pitching offer is live. It's ready to go and we love it so much. It is full of templates, including your podcast pitch template, your topic bank template, your Canva one sheet template. There's lots of trainings, including your expert uncovered. So you can figure out what you want to talk about on podcasts and get some really excellent topics going, how to research the best podcast that will benefit you and your business the most to be on, what to do once you actually get a yes to be on a podcast, 
and also a bunch of bonuses, including how to create your freebie if you don't have one yet, how to create your niche pitch, as I like to call it. There are podcast pitch tracker templates in Trello and ClickUp, a podcast pitching job description in case you want to buy this course and hire somebody to do the pitching for you, and a little training on alternative pitching strategies. So if this sounds like something you might be interested in, you can always click the link in the bio or in the show notes, or you can go to julietraining.com backslash podcast pitching. Now back to the episode. Number six, respect the process. There is nothing that is guaranteed to grate on somebody's nerves right off the bat more than annoying, more than ignoring their process and not following instructions. If you do some basic research, you should go to their podcast page, see what kind of podcasts they've come out with, what their guests are. Do they even have guests? Are the guests only their clients? Or are they only doing certain type of episodes? Then, you know, listen, and enjoy the podcast, but maybe don't pitch them right now. And you should also, if they have a website podcast page, go there because some people will say, I don't take cold pitches. If you are interested in being on the podcast, fill out this form and we'll get back to you. They have a process to go through. And if you try to jump the line on that process, if they're very gracious, they might have someone on the team email you the form. And if they're not, you're just going to go in the bottom of the garbage bin. So respect people by doing that basic research. And if they say they don't want cold pitches, don't. I think early on, I had instances where it was really hard to track down host emails and people made it very difficult, some hosts, to find their email and their contact information. I think at this point in my business, I would say if they make it that hard, they don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Maybe that's the wrong philosophy, but there are so many people that you could add value to that want to connect. Why go through the depths of the internet to find somebody's old Yahoo email address to send them a message for what? Unless it's somebody's podcast that you really, really want to be on, I don't recommend it. And then follow up. Most of the time, people are busy and they're not ignoring you. Most pitches that I sent out as a VA were accepted on the second or third follow up. I think you have to track your percentages very simply, like you could just have a Google sheet or something, but see what type of response you're getting on the first email, the second, the third. Some people have a policy that they send emails until they get a no. That's up to you. But I think a minimum of two follow-ups after that initial email is a good rule of thumb. And I always appreciate, as long as somebody's not snotty, right? Because it's like, hey... (laughs) I sent you this, you didn't respond. If they're just like, hey, just following up, checking back, I'm so grateful because it bumps everything to the top of my inbox. Um, Some days just get wild and crazy and my whole first page of my inbox is swept away in the blink of an eye. So follow up with people kindly in a non-nagging way and I think you'll have some good success with that. So there you have it. I'm curious, is there anything you would add to the list or vehemently disagree about, I would love to hear it. You can always send me a message on my Instagram DMs at OBM, or you can reply to one of my emails if you're on the list. It's actually me reading and replying to the email. So reach out if you'd like. Thanks so much. And we'll see you on the next episode. 